Hello guys, welcome to the next section of the African Dream Podcast. This is your guy Henry Tiller on the mic. All right, I was about to talk about how Swami Mukunananda changed my life and all that, but then I remember something I skipped because I met this guy um, that uh, changed my mind about having a job with Odu and coming to start a startup company with him, Questlock. And shout out to Marco Ludus. Uh, Marco probably don't know the backstory and everything. If Marco ever listened to this, then Marco will probably know because I never really spoke about this with him. So basically, when I was searching for job, I found YC Startup Program. And I, because I want to be an entrepreneur, but I have no basis about entrepreneurship. I really don't know anything about entrepreneurship. All I know is I want to be an entrepreneur. And the funny thing about life is when you want something, it comes to you somehow. And at that time, I was uh, no longer in the dark world. So I'm Mukunanda, I changed my life and everything. I was living my life in the, with integrity, the right way and all that. So, uh, but the important thing to to discuss here is how Marco Lotus came into my life. By the way, Marco is Henry too. So Henry came into my life. I came into my life with Marco. And I learned a lot about Marco because Marco is a Dutch guy. He lives uh, in Breda. And the time I spent with Marco enlightened me so much about entrepreneurship. I learned so much with him that he probably don't know how much he had an impact in my life. And Marco made me believe in myself. Marco made me feel that I am not crazy to be the way I am. Marco made me realize that there are people that think like me. There are people that strive to have something they want. And I know that if I want to have friends in my life, I want friends like Marco. So I found Marco through the YC startup uh, program, uh, founding, because uh, they, 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 at that time they launched a, a, a program of founders uh, to match founders. So I shout out to YC for the knowledge that they put out for about entrepreneurship to, to help everyone around the world because i know that a lot of africans are aspiring entrepreneurs but they don't know how to get started they don't know anything about business they don't know anything about the company or how to approach it and i think that the 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 expertise that the the yc program brings out it's it's gold it's it's the words i like the words it's gold and uh Fun fact, I, 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 I talked with uh, Paul Graham, uh, the found, I think the founder of YC, uh, because uh, I was so fascinated by him. I was reading through his blog and I saw, because I was thinking about, when I was doing my master's, I was thinking about uh, like a PhD and stuff. And I just sent him a quick email like, uh, did you think that the PhD really helped you uh, you think it's really important because I'm thinking about doing a PhD, and Paul replied me, and he, and he, he, he told me it, 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 he doesn't. Looking back, he doesn't think it was really necessary, but 
he he met his co-founder during uh, his PhD and the, the PhD experience was enriching for, for him, but looking back, he could, he could do without it. And I felt weird because I didn't expect him to reply because I think oh, these people have time to reply. This is, so I think I've spoke with the billionaire and, and, and I think it really, I felt good that he replied to my, to my, to my email. I, I felt good. And it just inspired me to to want more and to be able to match up to that kind of level and yeah so uh i met with marco and we were talking over on on zoom and then we finally met and so i realized that uh, when i was talking to marco he was kind of like assessing me my mindset and all that and Marco realized that I have the good mindset and I was totally honest with him that we see, I don't really have skills because everything I will learn, like I know that I can build an application, but I've really not put myself to, to it because, you know, I just came back then my master, then, you know, I, there was no time for me and I've never really sat down and practice. And I think that, uh, but the knowledge the experience I got through my master's taught me a lot about how to learn, how to be effective, how to focus. And it taught me also an experience that sometimes you think you're doing something and then you fail and you think that at that time you're failing, but it's only in the long term that you realize that what you were doing was actually grooming you for your future successes. So I, the kind of mindset I have and the kind of framework I have when I think about successes and if I want to put it like a trade line and I will say that uh, if success is a line, then there is failure, 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 success, success, failure, success, 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 success. That's how I see it. that sometimes it's imperative for you to fail to be able to to be successful and to it's, it's also it's effective. It's also good to have a, a kind of fearless approach towards life. So, yeah, Marco realized that I have this growth mindset and I believe that that's why he decided to work with me and we were we were we were working it was all right i loved every moment i spent with marco it was one of the best time i had in europe even uh out of my masters it was i had no regret even though any it didn't work out between me and marco at the end but i was super super i know that he couldn't understand why i had this urge to help my my sibling to to sacrifice everything but he i where i come from he couldn't understand you know and yeah so fun fact uh marco has these books in his house like i it's like he has these crazy books marco had a tesla first time of entry tesla marco really inspired me like marco showed me that it, you can you can really be who you want to be you know and you just have to put in the the work marco had the work ethic i'm, I'm aspiring to, i was aspiring to have he has the concentration the level of focus and it really it, it was really a clear example for me so um getting back now to swami mukunananda so my brother was in, tr in trouble and uh, when i had a call with both of my siblings that okay it's important that uh, we get a lawyer for my brother so that uh, he can be well taken care of and he, he doesn't have any problem with immigration. 
we were having a phone call and they just dropped the call on me because they they wanted to know more about what happened and i said see i don't even care what happened i just want my brother to be okay what you are requesting is not important what's important is that my brother should be fine and they turned down the phone on me and they said okay if if, if you you want to always do it the way you want to do so just 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 do just do the way you want you want to do it's your fucking problem they didn't say fucking problem but that's how i felt okay i said okay and i promised myself that day that i'm i'm never gonna call them to beg to ask for anything you know and during that period of time i had a lot of hatred against them my heart was full of hatred and one and one and and my hatred was first felt legitimized because I consider them as family, but I realized that they don't consider me as family because when you consider someone like family, there are certain things that you wouldn't do. But I, like I said, it's all love because all I have to say to them now is thank you because all the things you did to me, I work in the beast that's in me. It was like I had this, I didn't even know what was possible for me. And because of all that, it, it, it made me realize what I'm truly capable of. So at that time, I had quit my master's. I was struggling. I didn't yet meet Marco. I was struggling. I, was, I, I, I picked a job at a warehouse in Belgium. And I was only allowed to work two times a week. And two times a week per day, you have 87 euros. So I was working at uh, a warehouse because in Belgium, you are not allowed to. It's very difficult for you, like international student, to have a job and stuff like that. So, but that uh, I think I could get a job, but at the moment, right now, I needed to get something at least that could make me pay my bill, uh, feed myself, pay my brother's rent, and stuff like that. So I picked up that job at the warehouse and. My girlfriend too, she started working at the warehouse and we, we started working and and stuff like that. So, so one thing happened during that period. Uh, my girlfriend told me that she was pregnant. Well, I by the way, I'm now I'm now I'm now a dad and uh, I have a beautiful son. His name is uh, Ethan Henry Tiller, and he's my world. So um, we were working those warehouse jobs. She was pregnant, even doing that, and we were, we were struggling and doing that. And though the pregnancy wasn't planned, and I remember that when she told me that I, I was dancing, like I was, I had only ten euros in my pocket, but I was, I was fucking dancing. <laughs> like, can you can you believe that? So imagine that I have the pressure of a son that that a child is coming with a girl. I have uh, I'm officially dropped out, you know, and my brother is in trouble, and I have to now face the world and face this 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 all this chaos, and I have all this hatred against these people that are against my family members that abandoned me in in this in these things i remember sometime there's there, there was one time i was walking i realized i was talking alone and i was like oh my god henry all those things that's happened to crazy people is happening to you oh my god you're going crazy 
And that was before I read Swam, Swami's book. And when I read Swami's book, the first chapter talks about expectation. If you expect something from someone and that person doesn't fulfill that thing, you suffer. Even if that you get fulfillment of the thing that you want, you still suffer because you get greedy. One of my favorite quotes from Swami Sivanananda is, desire nothing, give up all desires and be happy. And I realized with that first statement from the first pages of that book, I realized that the reason, the only reason I'm angry with my siblings is because I'm expecting from, from them. And if I remove the expectation, there is no more anger. So I removed my expectation. But it was a gradual process. And I told God, see, I, and Swami was all about love, was all about, you got to, I mean, you should read that book, man. And every day I was waking up and I was telling myself, I was sending them love. I'm praying for them. Like genuinely, I say, I don't want to hate these people. Remove this God. Remove this hate from my heart. Because what happened is that when my brother got into trouble, my siblings, is instead of protecting his junior brother, he took the information and he shared it in a mockery way. Oh, I told you that, I told you that, I told you that, I told you that. So I felt like if I saw him with my two hands, I really, I thank God I didn't see him that time because I told myself that if I see him with my two naked eyes, I don't care where we are, even in the cops, or I don't care who's there, I'm going to beat the hell out of him. That's what I told myself. And I told my mom, if I see him, I'm going to beat the hell out of, out of him, man to man. But I thank God that didn't happen and I didn't see him. And he's very lucky that I didn't see him. And I thank God that it didn't happen. So time went by, time went by. Every day I was waking up, uh, going for a job. I will come back. I will be studying for my interview. That's before I met Marco. When I met Marco, I would, Marco would come and pick me up. I will take the train in the morning. I will, I will go to Breda and walk the, the whole day. And, and so what happened is that uh, a thing I realized when looking back is that you can read Swami's book and it might not have the same impact with the way he had with me because I gave that book to a lot of people and it has changed a lot of lives around me. And it doesn't have the same impact. And I believe that it's because I was reading that book from a very dark place, from a deep hole. And his knowledge was the only hope I had. It was like, I have nothing less. I have nothing else left. What else do I have to try? This guy, this sage, this monk is saying this. Okay, let me just try it. And for me, if it didn't work, I would have died. And because it worked out, I survived. So Swami was like, love, 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 love. And he said, and there is this peculiar story about suicide. And the moment I read the story, it just killed myself, was out of out of question. He, the story is about uh, a man that was about to kill himself. And then there was this saint that was passing by. And the man was complaining about his life being useless and patati, patata. And the saint was telling him that, okay, you need some money. Can you give me your left eye for a certain amount? The guy said, Hell no, why should I give you my left eye? Okay, 
can you give me your right eye for this amount? The guy said, no. Okay, let me even be more practical with more with cash example. Okay, can you give me your left arm for 50,000 euros? The man said, hell no. Can you give me your, your right foot for 60,000 euros? Hell no. So what happened at the end is that when the amount of the amount was accumulated, the guy, uh, he, the, the saint in the story said that, uh, you see, you are unable to sell any part of your body and you said, but you said you are not worth anything. Whereas if I amount the amount of money that I asked to pay you to, for all these things, you, you will have been a, a millionaire right now or quite rich. And that's when the realization of that story hit me. Oh, I'm valuable because I wouldn't give my eye. I wouldn't give my, my right leg. I would never do those things. I saw myself in that story. Okay. So Swami changed my life. And then I got into meditation. Uh, what I learned uh, about meditation, because uh, I, meditation is not in the African culture. It's very abstract. It's even something that is seen as uh, mystical. But meditation is what has changed my life. And meditation is what got me into crypto. And how I, how I discovered Swami Mukunananda is that I was one day scrolling YouTube while I was going all through all these difficulties and I was recommended a video. Shout out to the YouTube team for making these recommended engines because I would have never found Swami. And that's how I saw the video. God knows how he made those things happen. And the first video I watched, I felt like this man was talking to me. And at that time, he was promoting this book, The Science of Mind Management. And that's how I just bought it. I wanted to read this book. I wanted to get this knowledge. And I got it. And when I finished the book, I started meditating. I started calming my mind. And December 2020 was when uh, I did... Uh, December 2020 was when I did my last scam ever. And uh, this is how this is how it went because uh, I was given a credit card uh, in when I arrived in Belgium of 2500 euros with because of uh, the it's the bank that proposed it to me that do you want a credit card I said yes okay what source of income do you have okay I said I have my company and I gave them my company documentations and then they gave me a credit card of 2,500 euros. So I, I had used part of that money to pay my school fees. And I didn't know how I was, I was, I was gonna, I was, I was, because you have to realize that even though I dropped out of my masters, I paid all my fees. There was even a point where, okay, the second year I didn't attend the first semester. And then even I missed all those troubles because my girlfriend was like, Henry, go back, go back, don't give up, go back, go back. I'm like, I have to make a choice. So I even went back the second semester and I started school, but then I just I had to go. I, my spirit, the same one that brought me to Cameroon said, leave this place, go and fight out. So I left. And December 2020, uh, I was all alone in my room. I've been meditating, meditating, meditating. And I was, oh yeah, I was talking about my last time. So what happened is that I was seated in front of my computer and I was asking myself, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? How can I do? Okay, I don't have a choice now. God, I said, I looked up in the sky. I said, God, you see me? I don't have a choice. You, I have to do this now. I don't have a choice. And then I sat in front of my computer 
and it's kind of evil and you know and i don't want to say these things so that someone can use them to go and commit to, to these things but i remember i was i had a course on reinforcement learning and machine learning so i had an idea of how algorithm works in terms of advertisement and search engines and stuff like that so i knew how google system was kind of advert, uh, blocking uh, illegal stuff uh, on the on the platform so by some insight which i will still say is god's grace i got the insight on how to run a google ad uh, on uh, on activists which is illegal it's an illegal it's illegal to sell especially on a platform like like google so i, I run a, a and the inspiration i got from doing that is because i i thought about it and i, I asked myself is it even possible and i saw that there is someone that was doing what I was thinking about. I said, oh, really? So I just did the same thing too, and it worked. So I made, uh, I think I made, uh, I had uh, two clients. And I made maybe like 3,500 euros that December. And I was able, or 2002, I don't remember the amount, but I was able to have the money to repay back my, I had the money in Bitcoin and I was able to repay back the debt I owed for my school fees. And I was meditating now, still during that period. And I had this, voice because i was meditating and thinking how am i gonna do how am i gonna do because i was studying meditation a lot like every time i feel stressed i just put my earphones and i meditate i just blank my 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 mind and i learned it from the science of mind management so i was learning how to manage my mind and i've been meditating ever since and i would think i would do another podcast when it comes to meditation but uh let me finish the story about the last scam and then uh, I will talk about uh, how I, I got into crypto because it starts from here. So during my meditation, I had a transcendental experience and it's something I cannot explain, but I had a voice and the voice that I had was my voice. You know, when you close your mouth and you talk in yourself, that's the voice I had. And the voice told me, your brother is going to be all right get into cryptocurrency it will change your life my grace is with you you shall be well i was not the one thinking and speaking something spoke inside me and i felt this power after my meditation and i downloaded uh, a book a cryptocurrency traders handbook that's the first book i wrote i wrote, I wrote about i read about crypto and i started being obsessive about crypto like what is the blockchain what is crypto mind you you can say anything maybe my previous my last come had an effect on my mind i don't know but i heard this voice and i will get into the details on on the process on 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 how this voice guided me and and everything that happened and how i made my first million dollars in cryptocurrency and how i lost it and the effect and all that but this voice led me to start 
going deep into crypto and I got deep into crypto. I started reading that book in December 2020 and I made my first investment that same in January 2021. By April 2021, I was a fucking crypto millionaire. Tell me how that works. I don't know. But this, that is how I got into crypto. So it's fascinating, you know. And it made me realize that there are different levels in this world. Like the world is not only physical. And I believe that uh, it's important that we know ourselves. There is something I'm very, I'm very, I'm very uh, sure of that when I speak to you right now. And I, the reason even why I made, I'm making this podcast and I'm speaking now is because I felt an urge to do that after a meditation. And something say that, see, say out your stories, give it out, you know? And I was like, why should I go and tell the world that I'm doing evil things? And like the voice told me that everybody does evil things. You're not the only one. The other does worse, you know? But just say it. Someone would say, it's, and I was like, this can cost me prejudice in the future. Why am I going to tell someone that, okay, I've, I've been doing this, you know? And... But this voice, the same spirit led me to be talking to you guys today. And, and I felt the need to share my story because I shared it on Medium. I shared it on, on LinkedIn, but I didn't get into these crispy details. Because who, who will go and put a knife on, on, on himself? So I, this is uh, how Swami changed my life in the sense that he helped me to control my mind. He helped me to give up hatred. He helped me to love even in the midst of injustice, even in the midst of wrong. Now you might have anything going on in your life which is unfair. You might be going through all sorts of stuff. And the one thing I remember in Swami's book that I read, he said, even in the face of defeat, refuse defeat. The moment you accept defeat in your mind, you are defeated. Refuse defeat even in the face of defeat. And I saw, I was, there was no way. <laughs> How about... There was no way in that situation I was going to get out. How am I going to feed this child that's coming? How am I going to take care of this girl that's with me? How am I going to take care of my brother? How am I going to take care of my mom home? How am I going to take How am I going to do these things? It was a mountain that I had to climb. And, man, like, when I think about it, I'm like, wow, man. So, also, it taught me that uh, I was doing the wrong things for a very long time in my life. And the fun fact is that all those years, the highest money I ever made was like uh, in one go. I don't even remember. Let me not even talk about it because it's not even important. But I was living my life in one way and I, and I thought that that was the only way. And... The moment I said, see, I'm not going to do this stuff anymore. I don't care. In short, my heart even was bitter. And this man, knowledge, changed me forever. I'll be forever indebted to great souls like Swami Mukunandanda and all the other people that strive to, to share their knowledge with the world. And that's why I feel too important and I feel too an importance to share my story for anyone out there that might listen to this, whatever you are going through, 
refuse defeat. Refuse defeat. The moment you accept defeat, you have just defeated. Refuse defeat even in the face of defeat. Now my life has taken a new direction. And I'm at peace with myself. I, I have peace of mind. Something I didn't have before when I was in the dark world. I have peace of mind. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Nothing, believe me. No, no goal is worth it. And I will go deep into the my in the process of really the crypto now. Uh, in the next uh, episode, and I think that is important. I, 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 I hope that. Uh, you enjoy the story and i hope that uh, if you love it you can share it with your friends and family maybe you can help someone that you know and i hope you enjoyed it and next uh, next talk i will be talking more about uh, the books i read how it helped me uh, make money in crypto which coin gave me money and how i i it led to a million dollars uh, what happened with my life later on how that's affected me ever since but i want you guys to know one thing uh, before this thing ends that i've been living off crypto ever since ever since i've been living off crypto and i can only thank god for the graces in opening my mind to be able to 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 see this other world that was on the nose unbeknown to to me thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed the story stay blessed i love you guys this is henry tiller from the african uh, african dream podcast